0: Hello, this is Watch Rotation, episode 11. I'm
1: Joe. Hey, guys, this is Merrick.
0: What are we talking about today, Merrick?
1: Dude, I think today we're going to talk about Gerald Genta watches and not the Royal Oak or the Nautilus or any of those integrated bracelet designs that he put out. Yep, we're talking about... We're going to talk about Gerald Genta watches that actually say Gerald Genta on the dial.
0: Yep. I also forgot to announce that um, I was planning on saying that I'm the founder of the Tom Cruise Memorabilia Museum of America.
1: Got some uh, Top Gun watches there? Yeah, we'll talk about that another time. Sorry,
0: I, I was meaning to do that in the intro.
1: I feel like you always say that we, that we never talk about the stuff that you want to talk about. No, episode.
0: We have a list. We're, maybe not the next episode, but we'll, we'll get to it eventually. Yeah,
1: I know. I know. All right, man. So what's <laughs> up with Gerald Genta watches then?
0: Yeah, so I, I purchased one that's where this is coming from and i got like a pretty interesting one um i actually don't even have it in front of me right now but uh, i've been wearing it a lot over the past like couple weeks that i've had it um it's a retro seconds model so it's it's 36 millimeter um and it's like a standard like circular case the design is pretty like uh, there's a lot of small details uh, like most Gen- gento watches have but um yeah, so it's like a thirty-six millimeter has twelve, three, and nine. And then in six at the six o'clock position, there's a uh thirty second retrograde. So basically the second's hand um and it snaps back to the beginning after thirty seconds.
1: So, oh, so it retrogrades like twice over one minute? Yep. Oh that's interesting. I didn't know that. I thought it was once every, you know, sixty seconds.
0: I wish it was like every three seconds. That would be kinda of cool.
1: But then it would only go like a couple millimeters. <laughs> yeah
0: but it would well it can go far but quickly (laughs) Um, you wanted to like spaz out on the dial (laughs) essentially yeah like the the vibrating zenith
1: yeah so um what made you buy this watch how did you sort of make the decision of buying it
0: yeah so the thing that i thought was cool about this one um well firstly like just the the price of it like um yeah, I thought it was pretty reasonable for for one of these watches. Um, I see the Gentle models seem to be creeping up a little bit. Uh, if you look at some of like the Jump Hour, uh, the more like popular ones, um, the buy Retro, I guess is like the most popular one. Uh, mm. They're like over three grand or so, um, and this one was was significantly cheaper than that. Uh, but the one thing that's cool is that the back of it has the Sultan of Oman uh, engraving on it. Which oh, you're, okay. you're you know about that with like Rolex and stuff. There are, well, yeah, a lot I'm of not, companies, but it's popular from Rolex.
1: Yeah, but I'm not really familiar behind the meaning of it or how it's like. How are those things, you know, commissioned and anything like that? Um, did you do any bit of like research on that? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So the Sultan of Oman, who, uh, well, I guess I'll get to this after, but, um, it, it's the same guy since like the 1970s. Um, mm-hmm. so it's like 50 years. Um. And they order watches direct, like direct from manufacturers, and it's gonna be for like pretty much for either himself or family, or they give them as gifts.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: but the one thing that they do is they're like custom ordered to have their logo on it. So if mm-hmm. there's some Rolexes from like the '70s, so like old Daytonas and subs and stuff that actually have the logo on the dial, and it'll be like green or red or something like that. So mm-hmm. obviously, for Rolex collectors, they like go wild over this stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean I feel like it's one of those things where people go over like go, go crazy over it for the rarity.
0: Yeah, um yeah. I don't think anyone cares that it's from O'Man, right? It's just like something different.
1: Yeah. Um so Doesn't John Mayer have
0: like a couple of these? Probably. He has a couple of everything.
1: A <laughs> couple of balls. All right. Um <laughs> that's cool. That's pretty cool. So where's this um kind of um you know, inscription on yours?
0: Yeah, so it's um it's an engraving on the case back and okay. the uh it, obviously like you know you would think that something like that um you know anyone can just do an engraving but uh it's actually really high quality it's it's not like a cheap engraving or whatever you you can tell it's it's definitely like original and no one yeah. has i don't think anyone's motivated to fake an engraving on a gento watch
1: there's almost no reason for someone. No, to do I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't suspect that it, it looks clean. And, and, you know, but it's funny, you know, so was this man who commissioned it clearly a watch guy, right? Like you, you don't go to Gerald Genta as a company and be like, you know, hey, I, I want you, my like, you know, is it, is it like a family crest or something or whatever the engraving is?
0: Uh, um,
1: it, it must coat be. of arms or something like that. Yeah, yeah, like some sort of, you know, connection to the family.
0: Yeah. I'm not, I'm not too sure on that, but if you actually go on, so they have like a, uh, a website that's like a Gerald Genta, uh, historic, uh, hold on. Uh, if you just Google Gerald Genta, there's a website. Uh, it's called Gerald And they actually list on there that some of his clients uh, mm-hmm. were, let's see, I'm trying to find it on the website. Oh, oh it's jelly. For, his, to for his exclusive or, or, yeah. clients, which include the Moroccan king, the Sultans of Oman, and of Brunei, Brunei, and the King of Spain, King of Saudi Arabia, Queen of Mother England, etc. 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 So I mean they even mentioned directly like the second thing is one of his clients was the Sultan or Sultans of Oman. I'm pretty sure it's one person, but I'm not actually sure. Mm-hmm. Uh but but anyway, um so you know that's believable. It's on the website, right? Um Two days after I got this watch, the Sultanova man actually passed away.
1: It was, was because you bought his damn watch, man.
0: Yeah, so he's he's literally been like in his position since 1970s, and then I bought this watch, and he like passed like right after, which is it, it just it felt weird.
1: Yeah, I remember you texted me that that he died, and I was like, okay, like tell me tell me how you like, feel. I,
0: did I did I do this? Did I have some? some <laughs> part did i contribute to this in any way
1: and i blamed you for it
0: yeah i don't know so the guy i got it from he actually said he bought it in in moscow which is kind of interesting i like a big mm. a very popular big jeweler so it has been free- so these watches
1: yeah. somehow would make it out into like regular circulation so you i know, doubt
0: i mean like it was given must have been given as a gift to someone and then they that's what i mean it. yeah the watch is from the 90s so it's been out for like you know 20 something years maybe someone gave it to their kid and then their kid just like traded it in or something you never know
1: yeah and i'm sure you know he probably was a man of you know money and power so he was able to really make these a fairly common gift that he gave out i would imagine
0: yeah i'm sure he gave it out maybe he gave it to like someone from russia russia and that's how it ended up there you know what i mean yeah so yeah yeah, that's that's that um it's pretty cool so that's the retro seconds which is kind of cool and the thing i like about the case is when you like quickly look at it, it just looks like a normal design. But then when you start to get closer, there's a lot of really cool details, which I like. Mm -hmm. So the side of the case um, has sort of like this, like scalloped profile. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if that, if you can, because I think you've seen it. I don't know if you've
1: seen it. it. Yeah, no, that's, that's, I think that's my, one of my favorite details um, about that watch. Um, It's almost like they sort of cut out that like section of the case. It makes it look really liquid. Um, I've seen other ones that have sort of like the coin edge, kind of like how a Breguet does that cold rolled yeah, um, yeah. coin edges, um, but they were quite a bit uh, larger on the agenda watches. That, that mm-hmm. was a cool touch too. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's
0: like that exact like section that you would be describing on like a, like a Breguet mm-hmm. uh, or something like that. But instead of like having a texture, it's just like scooped out pretty much.
1: Yeah. And I'm trying to think of if I've ever seen another watch that has it. Um, can't think of one off the top of my head, but it's certainly a pretty cool design.
0: Yeah. And then the other thing that I like, uh, so it has like the signature Genta crown, which is like
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, a normal, like a, like a bullet shape. And then they put uh, all these like dots around it,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: which is kind of cool. All, all the Genta watches, if you Google just any Gerald Genta watch, you'll see. Um, yeah. So that's kind of cool. And it also has uh, screw lugs, which is interesting for like a dress watch. That's, that's very odd, right?
1: Um. So yes and no, I think if you think of any watch, it's unusual to have screw lugs, but then hold on. What do you mean by screw lugs? Cause I went to your Instagram and I cannot see this watch actually. Um, yeah, I don't think I posted. <laughs> no, you haven't. <laughs> uh, you posted the, the freaking Piaget box that you like texted me 50 times Dude, about. We're gonna have a whole episode or
0: actually maybe like six <sighs> episodes on Piaget floating boxes. And it's also just a generic box, but it has a Piaget <laughs> logo on it. So anyway, um, so yeah, it has like, um, it's essentially like a Panerai where the like rod instead of a spring bar, it's a rod that like screws into the lugs. Okay. Um, and the head of it has a, like a screw head. obviously. Like a I head. mean,
1: to me, to me that's a really nice feature. I don't know if I would like associate or dissociate from dress watches. Cause like okay. my, um, tank Basculant has that. Okay. And also my tank American has that. Maybe it's a Cartier thing, um, yeah. for certain tank watches. But then there's also like, um, the Roger Dubuis' Sympathy actually has a variation of that when there's like a screw on each side of the lug, but that's that, like that much bigger. Me. That would kill me. I mean... It's
0: not, the, not easy to do, I would imagine.
1: Um. So the bar that sits in the middle is actually fixed to the strap permanently. What? So it doesn't rotate inside the strap.
0: Oh, so you can do one side at a time.
1: You do one side at a time, yeah. That's cool. So so when I had a custom strap made by uh, Veblenist, I actually... um. The strap that came with the watch was like ruined, so I actually cut out those center pieces, the like metal kind of bars from the inside of the strap, and I sent them to him, and he was able to build a strap um, around them.
0: Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. I like
1: I like the uh,
0: screw in um, screw in rod for the <laughs> for the looks. Uh, That's, that's kind good. of kind of a nice feature. I'm gonna go
1: explore old photos that you sent me to trying to find more photos of this watch
0: if you just google screw in rod you'll find what I'm talking about
1: no I know what you're talking about (laughs) (laughs) dude I'm not googling that oh man um yeah so there's a
0: few few other models we want to talk about I don't know if you're done talking about
1: uh yeah no but uh, this one anymore yeah no it's 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 cool so so one thing I like about it yeah so I see the yeah it's this is exactly like the uh, Cartier it, it just screws into one of the. it's like a Panerai yeah um, I, I think the thickness of the bezel is really cool it's like a fat domed bezel like it's really fat yeah I bet that makes the watch wear even smaller than it is it it does wear pretty small yeah
0: and I wouldn't um, call this a dress watch really it's it has a lot of sporty elements if you look at like the dial and the hands it's kind mm-hmm. of weird the way like the sh- shape of the cases and then combined with like the styling elements it, it has a lot of character to the design honestly it, it it's very unique it doesn't seem unique at first glance but then when you to st- like if you actually like own it and you like if you're able to see it in person it it you can tell that it's different
1: you know yeah that's that's pretty cool i like the i like the logs too so it
0: has sword hands um with loom mm-hmm. it's tritium so it doesn't work anymore um yeah and then the the dial has like a, a 12 uh
1: three and a nine is there like a model number that people can look up? Probably not, right? It's just the retro. I think there's a
0: model number. It's like G dot six three one zero, something like that. Uh... I mean, someone actually just listed one recently. Um, let's see, Gerald Genta retro seconds. It is G three six one zero
1: yeah it's pretty cool
0: the retail price on this watch was like six thousand dollars in the 1990s
1: that's crazy man yeah is the um what's the quality like of the uh, numerals in the markers i see they're kind of like rounded off which can either mean to me they're a little bit like not quite as nice as like flat polished numerals but at the same time i've seen these like rounded off numerals be finished very nicely because they are rounded off and they're kind of like hand polished i don't i can't i just can't quite see from the photo what they're actually like let me um
0: let me send you a link where you can like see uh, another one. Um, I can't send you stuff. Okay. They don't seem, they don't seem to really stand out as being like overly like exceptional. You know what I mean? They just (laughs) seem pretty, pretty standard to me. Um, Yeah. Not probably not like the highest quality I've ever seen.
1: Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's limitations, right? You can't expect everything.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll have to go back and take a, a closer look under like magnification or whatever. But they they seem pretty standard to me. Mm. They they so, catch the light nicely, but you know, it's not like Grand Seiko levels. Which, they're know, they're not
1: like the type of like breaking numerals on a Patek Philippe, like is what you're yeah, saying.
0: Yeah, I, I don't I don't think
1: so. <laughs> so I, I think I think my favorite. I guess line, or I don't know what to quite call it, but a sort of series of genta watches. Can you actually guess which ones they are?
0: Favorite design. Um, I know what my favorite one is. Uh, and it is well. What what do I think your favorite is? I don't I don't know if it would be. I mean, I'm just gonna say the Mickey Mouse watch, just because I hope that's your favorite.
1: Dude, yes. I mean, close the like the gerald like the um uh, uh the donald duck golfing one oh yeah it's yeah. where like the minutes are retrograde and when they reach 60 he swings with the club to hit the ball i mean yeah, like so, how cool is that
0: <laughs> so there's like a million different variations on that that's the bi-retro so it's a 60 minute retrograde and then it's a, a digital or like a jump hour yes so yeah. after 60 minutes at the same exact time the hour will increase by one and the minutes hand will jump back to the start
1: so th- that's like, a cool dude. watch
0: that's like the most popular and like honestly one of the the best if you're just looking for like an iconic Gento watch that's like the one to get
1: yeah i know someone who i think had the baseball one and he said like when he listed it it sold immediately he he, yeah. he did not expect this to happen and then he listed it, and it was like he had like 14 people messaging him about it
0: the disney ones are actually worth more than the regular ones
1: of course. I would imagine it's, you yeah,
0: know, well, it, you know, it, it's hit or miss with collectors, right? Sometimes weird stuff. Everyone's like, okay, I, I don't, I'm less interested. I want the normal one. And then sometimes people are like super interested in weird stuff.
1: You know? Yeah, that's true. But people love Disney. I think this out. I'm not I a Disney inst- guy, so I don't know. Yeah, no, I would instantly think that people would like these more than the regular ones. They're just yeah. like so quirky. Like you don't, you cannot take yourself too seriously when you're wearing this type of watch. Right. Like and you. I cannot have. I cannot see myself having like a bad day when I look at this watch. Mm-hmm. Like it's freaking Donald Duck, like teeing off. Come on, man! Like it's awesome.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's probably like a conversation starter too. What's I the to size talk about thing? that a little bit?
1: I think they're like thirty-seven.
0: Yes, yeah, so I guess we can talk about the. So um, I think before Genta passed in like in two thousand eleven. Wow. I th- I think sometime before that um he sorry my dog is freaking out right now
1: your polish dog
0: yeah he's polish so i think before he he passed they sold uh the company to bulgari Mm -hmm. uh so all of the designs and everything became uh you know they were owned by bulgari now they don't like make every single one um but like the octo for example is uh is a genta design and i'm gonna talk more about that uh because that's that's actually my my favorite of his watches.
1: I'm sorry, which one? The Octo. Yeah, so that's funny how like how the, the Octo design was originally a Genta design and then it was absorbed into Bulgari fully. Like the current Octo Finissimo doesn't say Gel Genta anywhere on there, right?
0: No, no. So so there are some uh this is like one of the only watches that started as a Genta watch and then became like another thing, right? So yeah, if you look at like the Royal Oak or the Nautilus, they were never Genta watches, even though he designed mm-hmm. them. Uh, but you can buy octos in like precious metals and stuff Mm -hmm. that are they say Gerald Genta on them and they're like unbelievable so yeah I'm looking at
1: one right now it's 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 like it looks like almost it's almost exactly the same case from what I know it may be identical yeah no seriously like there's not much that was changed
0: okay so I guess we'll talk about it now so this is so it has the Genta style crown which I think is a plus because it's it's really cool looking Mm -hmm. I love their crowns my favorite model of like any Genta watch and like uh, this this is truly honestly it, it looks like a masterpiece is the octo chronograph uh, so and I don't know if I don't think they make normal ones I think they're all retrograde uh, so it's a retrograde hour counter a retrogrades, uh, retrograde retrograde 30-minute counter it has a retrograde date it has retrograde minutes for cut timekeeping it has Dude. jump hour so like digital hour and the chronograph instead of starting at the 12 o'clock position starts at the six o'clock position so it starts pointing down how cool is that
1: that's so weird so i guess it doesn't obstruct the the, ever. it doesn't obstruct the hour when it does that huh is that Correct. why they did the
0: yep this is this is literally the best watch of all time
1: dude that's kind of complicated how thick is this thing it looks like it would be like i, I don't
0: i don't think okay there's one on ebay so these are actually not I hope that like out of the six people that listen to our podcast that none of them like are going to somehow do anything that'll make the price of these go up. But these watches are, I've seen them sell for like 11 or 12 grand in
1: gold. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's a good deal.
0: That's a crazy deal for what,
1: if you like the, yeah, if you like the, if you like the design and like want that crazy, like retrograde everything complication. It's so cool. Yeah.
0: Dude, so there's one on, um, and obviously like the octo is like a huge thing now, especially with the reintroduction of like the this that they just did of the steel with the black dial. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's one on eBay right now for 15 grand or best offer. So you know he'll take maybe six grand. Uh, Is that in gold? Yeah, yeah. In uh, you're not seeing this. Okay, let me send it to you. Um, Shit. Facebook. Yep. Okay, so look at the deployment clasp on that. It's shaped. I don't think Bulgari does one like this. Um, I'm not sure what the Bulgari one looks like, but the shape of the deployment clasp like perfectly matches a case profile. It has like the um, a very like faceted. Oh profile. yeah, That's no.
1: Cool. Um, I'm trying to think of what Bulgari did for the like on the strap. I don't. I don't think it was anything extraordinary for the buckle.
0: Let me look. I'm. I'm going to get to the bottom. This is real. Yeah, this looks
1: like a dude, this looks like a chunk of gold, and you, you know what movement, what base movement this has?
0: Um, no, are you gonna tell me? I hope you. Yeah,
1: yeah. So this looks like a Frederick Piguet. uh, kind of the same thing that's in my pond. Cool. Obviously, different finishing. It looks like it has this like micro micro pearlage all over it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it it definitely does.
1: But dude, look at like look at the case back, and like like this watch would be heavy. You can just tell this weighs a ton. Yeah. Like just for how much gold there is on it, that's crazy. I I mean, this wouldn't this wouldn't be a buy for me at fifteen grand. But if you want kind of like a larger, impressive sort of sports watch that's really really out there, that's um, perhaps, dude.
0: I mean, I looking at like the complication of this watch and what it actually does, and there's there's like different dial designs. Actually, um, there are some that are branded both Bulgari and Gerald uh, Genta at the same mm. time.
1: Um, they were like transitioning that?
0: I don't know if they did it as like a limited, um, like a, you know, to commemorate or like, you know, remember Gerald Genta. <clears throat> it's mm-hmm. possible that they came out with it after the fact. But uh, yeah, I can't find. Um, wh- I- I'm seeing a lot of, of Octo Finissimo's on Tang Buckle, so I'm not really sure what the deployment looks like. Maybe someone can let us know. Oh, here, I found one um yeah they they didn't use that deployment design which no no i don't i didn't think they did no they should have it's it's cool
1: does it just look kind of normal
0: yeah it's just pretty standard um so yeah i mean this this is like this is a cool watch i would like to have one one day um i mean for my money if for like let's say you can get this watch for like 12 grand i mean Mm -hmm. if you're if you're looking at like what is the normal octo finissimo cost i don't know
1: uh, I think retail is at 12, but I've routinely seen them for like what eight. So I see,
0: I'm just, this just popped up the Octofinissimo chronograph. Cause that's a chronograph. Oh, okay. I guess uh, if
1: you're comparing chronograph, isn't that one closer to 16?
0: It's a chronograph GMT. I don't know. They probably just make a normal chronograph. Uh, this one just popped up. It's retail 17,600. It's on a gray market site for like 13,700.
1: Yeah, um, that is a, that is a sick watch. Um,
0: so I mean, if you can get the in gold and get the gentle one for, um, for thirteen. Or, but or I think,
1: yeah. I, I mean, I think looks wise, though, the Octo Finissimo Chronograph is going to be probably, you know, more people's cup of tea. Yeah, for sure. Um, did they did they increase the size when they made a chronograph of the Octo Finissimo? It's forty two. The GMT so they did one, so, so they did probably i don't think there is a non-gmt that's like that's all there is
0: yeah that's what i'm saying dude the skeleton uh extra thin 40 millimeter it's 16, 16 grand on this side that seems like a a, a whole lot of wash for 16 grand i mean that's, that's a lot not of money, ceramic is it that's a lot of money i guess it's titanium mm.
1: oh dude this this chronograph also has a peripheral rotor
0: that's sweet the, that's pretty are, hot the uh octo yes the octa okay yes yeah, so we're getting uh a little sidetracked here but i mean it's a genta design so whatever
1: um, i mean i mean it's the watch with the Asian podcast but, like what would it be without getting sidetracked that's true um is this also a mono pusher no
0: the, dude the pushers are so well integrated into the case that you can't even see that it's a chronograph so there's but a pusher on the left the right crown, yeah yeah I, that's probably a jump hour
1: Oh, for the GMT. Okay, that's cool. That's really cool. Oh. oh, I just, it's just, it would probably be a little too large for me at 42 in that square case or like square yep. kind of squarish yep. case. So I've tried on the regular one and like, because of the flatness, it kind of sits funny on my round sausage wrist. Someone with a flat wrist can totally pull this off, even if they have smaller wrists, I think. I'm a flat wrister. You are a flat wrist. You're a flat earther.
0: Yep. But they go together. Oh man. Um, so yeah, speaking of, uh, Bulgari that this is what I wanted to talk about before we, um uh, I was going to come back to the the Octos, but we, we covered them. Uh, so Bulgari came out with a Gerald Genta, um, like a limited edition watch sort of com- commemorating the brand. Um, yeah, uh, let me pull it up here. I think you have it pulled up, right? I,
1: I did, but I also have like 30 tabs open. So,
0: <laughs> so it's a, it's a buy retro,
1: um,
0: which is like what we were talking about it's the, the retrograde minutes and then the jump hour uh and it also has a date a retrograde date at the bottom it's blue dial like a, it has like a sort of sun sunburst pattern um and it has an in-house movement which i mean the gentle ones they they weren't in-house so um this is a new movement it must be a new movement um and it's in platinum only and it's it's fantastic
1: it's just uh a little pricey, huh? oh yeah
0: it's uh 59000 $59, dollars. My dog is pissed about it
1: um i I think oh, man. okay, so it's it's a buy retro with a jump power. I don't think uh, that price can be really justified with how how I'm looking at it, yeah. but it's a nice looking watch that like the blue is very nice and deep. Um.
0: forget about the price I guess just
1: yeah okay that's fine yeah it's a watch. yeah so we're looking at a, what is it a 40 mil <clears throat>
0: 41
1: 41 millimeter platinum
0: oh that's cool they they rate the retrograde or they they the specifications for the retrograde are in how many degrees the arc is that's pretty cool mm. I didn't know that that was a thing but um, apparently that's a thing so it's a 210 degree retrograde minutes and 180 degree retrograde date
1: so the more degrees the better
0: uh depends
1: <laughs> yeah no, i mean it, it totally depends on the design of the watch i'm guessing um yeah no but this is a very nice looking watch um the movement water looks, resistance
0: that's pretty solid i have to say
1: i mean you'd hope for 40 grand or 55 actually i mean i, um, I hope
0: that like, the Speedmaster would be 100 meters water resistance. They've been making it for, like, 80 years now.
1: Yeah, is the them, new one... cost them,
0: like, 16 cents to make a Speedmaster. They can at least make <laughs> water, 100 meters
1: Is resistance. Is the new one with the 3-to-1 at least more water resistant, or is it still the I don't same?
0: Think, I don't think it is. Um I, I think I looked it up. I think it's still the same, 50.
1: Man, I love how, like let's see not to get sidetracked but like people are talking about like how the three to one is difficult to manufacture i'm like dude it's, it's a it's it's a watch movement they've made
0: they made uh, it already like, like 50 years ago less, you know technology so how, how is this how is it that big of a deal
1: i know there's some like hand finishing to it but come on like that's also been done for you know way over 100 years like it can be done omega come on
0: <laughs> yeah no i i, like, t- I totally agree
1: we're um, these pioneers in watchmaking and we cannot make this movement like
0: it's 50 meters water resistance which is
1: yes seriously
0: expect, and it sucks
1: and i'm gonna say something and i think you agree with me on this if you want that three two one uh speedy just get the uh first Omega in space and like totally you know what you should do the just rest of your money
0: buy a seamaster chronograph th- three two one from for like fraction of the price and then just pretend
1: I guess you could do that. You know those old. Can't you? Can't you get an actual? Can't you get an actual three to one powered Speedmaster from the correct era for around the price that the MSRP of the new one?
0: I think they're around ten grand.
1: Or for less?
0: Yeah, I think I think it might be less. Uh, maybe not anymore. It may you know because of the hype. We think yeah. about prices that are from like, from like three years ago, which apparently is like a quarter of what everything costs now. Okay, so I'm seeing multiple for for ten. 12 grand on ebay right now so you'd have to think you can find one for maybe like 10 15 less
1: can you find a really nice one for like 15 like like a pristine one
0: i mean i'm looking at really nice ones for like 12 okay now i'm not like verifying that they're original and everything like that Mm -hmm. but i mean they they look they look really nice
1: um so i mean they all look the same to me so i wouldn't know the difference like you could hand me any one of them and i'll just like you know shrug my shoulders and say yeah it's a speedy
0: yeah, so the, they don't have the uh, the case with the straight lugs, though. So that's that's what makes it, uh, like, those are, are much more pricey. I see. I guess, like, the Ed White Speedmaster, they call it. Mm-hmm. So one thing that pisses me off about the 321 is if you look on the, the back lug, when they wrote stainless steel, they picked, like, the most modern bullshit font that they could possibly use. It's
1: horrible. Let me, let me see this.
0: <laughs> Dude, uh, the back of the lug just says stainless steel in the worst font I've ever seen in my life. Even if it was a brand new watch, I'd be pissed. And this is a watch that's supposed to be vintage.
1: Oh, yeah. No, they do that with all Omegas, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's the same font that they use on every Omega. But it it looks horrible. That wouldn't bother
1: you? I mean, yeah, it it? looks it looks kind of weird i i feel like when a watch is made of steel you don't really need to mention it like what is what else is going to be made out of you know like if you're looking at
0: a yeah they use the old font on the the front on the dial
1: oh i see yeah i mean like
0: everything is vintage about this watch and then you flip it over and it's literally like a, a laser engraved like i don't know like the thing that the machine that you use to print like a dog tag at PetSmart.
1: yeah so I'm looking it. at the finishing of this movement that they sort of updated, right? Um, a, a lot of sort of really coarse like brushing and whatnot. It doesn't look it doesn't look that much more finely finished than like the chronograph movement in my Blancpain, honestly. It, um, I mean, it
0: looks a lot worse to me.
1: I, I think it looks. I think it looks better sort of to me because it's not an automatic. So you haven't exposed sort of everything. And it's, uh, well,
0: I'm talking uh, about the finishing, just like the stuff that I can see how well is it finished? Everything. is. Yeah.
1: I, I, I think there's some beveling to like the I wishbone one, thing. And
0: yeah, I see like one piece that has bevel, but it, it's like, or maybe two, uh, eh, a few things. Okay. it That that's done by a machine or what?
1: Um, so I've heard many things recently actually about whether those polished bevels on high end watches are done by hand or by a machine. And it's I mean, I've heard this from an actual watchmaker who I trust is, is that um they're actually can be made by a machine to look exactly like that. They um can. I'm not acute they can, yeah. Can, okay they can and some companies will do that and then maybe you know like touch it up you know do the final inspection and touch it up with the you know uh like a uh, use a you know human talent to finish it up and you know they say it's you know finished by hand which i guess it is right like kind of they touched it up at the end Um
0: Uh, yeah i get. i mean that's what i would do if i was trying to save a bunch of money and advertise one thing
1: yeah, I mean, to me, it doesn't matter that much as long as they're nicely finished um, and and the price is appropriate. You know, uh this movement doesn't—I don't know—fifteen thousand for, or sorry, twelve thousand for this watch. um You know, clearly the, they had the Daytona in mind when they were pricing it,
0: which is a horrible but, idea. Of course, because first of all, no one even pays what the Daytona is like the retail prices, right? Like so. Mm-hmm that's that's a bad indicator right there like you can't even compare it to that because i mean personally i don't think this watch will will be like t- people will be paying 20 grand for it personally that's what i think well, i could be wrong people are crazy about speedmasters and every week like you know millions of them get posted to instagram so i mean that that's one thing but
1: i also think this is not a competitor to the daytona yeah i don't either in any way it's a totally different buyer
0: It has faux patina, which the Daytona has never pretended to be vintage. The Daytona is just a good watch period. It's just a
1: Daytona for whatever period it's from. And like, that's what it is. This is kind of like, I forgot about the faux patina, man. Why did you have to remind me about that? Like,
0: And then this, I don't know. I mean, it's just an Omega. So like any Omega that's priced higher than like 5,500 is going to sell for literally 40% of retail price. Unless they really limit supply, right? Like,
1: do you think this could be as bad as the like Darkseid of the Moon with their like resale price half essentially?
0: Not at first, it's going to take a while,
1: yeah. But do you think if they keep like pumping and dumping, it could get there? (laughs)
0: Um. What does that mean? Can you explain what that means? Pumping
1: and dumping. Yeah. That's when you essentially manufacture as many watches as you can at capacity. Oh, and So if you're saying your... if
0: they flood the market, then the price yeah. will, be, will be very low.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, like yeah, I can if totally, everyone can
0: get one. Yeah. Then I think that, I mean, what's the point? Like unless everyone just comes together and agrees that they're not going to sell them for less than a certain price.
1: <laughs> I mean, I can totally see this watch being like, seven grand within maybe two to three years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have you know a hard about time the... paying seven grand even for a Speedmaster to me. Like I wouldn't want to pay more than like $4,500 for this watch.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, so on another topic, I I've talked to some people about this recently, how much value do you think do you put on the heritage of a watch?
0: Yeah. I mean, because... I talk about this all the time. Like I put almost nothing into the, the heritage of a watch
1: like to me i just want a good watch and what was done with the watch in the past or sort of what the history of the brand was is really not as significant especially because all these watch brands are owned by these massive conglomerates that really are not like you know it's not like there are some watch brands that have stayed within the family and they're still kind of owned by the same bloodline but a lot of these are just owned by this like massive corporation and it's just this whole like marketing scheme that's how i think of it so like the whole marketing play usually does not or sort of the heritage play doesn't really work on me. I I put a little value on it. Like I like the history of Breguet and I think that's when I apply it, but it's, it's rare for me to use that as like a value thing.
0: Yeah. So I think there's a clear distinction that needs to be made between Mm -hmm. like heritage and, A watch being iconic because they're two different things right sure so a watch can be iconic with no bullshit marketing it's just this has been good forever or like you know at least for long enough to where people like recognize it is become part of like you know fashion or something like it is an iconic piece that doesn't so basically look at the Submariner now Mm -hmm. what does Rolex do to market that watch as like like they don't tell you like really i mean it's just a submariner. you look at the website and it tells you like the new features about that watch like how it's made and like what it's made out of what's good about it the movement etc there's no like bs about like you know this guy wore it that guy wore it his friend wore it right like th- th- there's there's no sort of like marketing like that mm-hmm. um whereas the Speedmaster is the complete opposite right it's it's all about like this guy took a shit on the moon while he was wearing this watch <laughs>
1: Yeah, I I think it would be, I think the whole entire cool of the Speedmaster being worn on the moon has worn out by how much Omega is really beating that dead horse. Like the horse is gone at this point. And
0: I also don't even care. Like I wouldn't, I didn't care ever. And I don't care now. And it means nothing to me. Like if you took a Bell and Ross and you did every single thing with that, even so look, you took a Bell and Ross watch and every single thing that every other watch has going for it, you applied to the Bell and Ross. So let's say it was the first watch on the moon. Let's say it's also a dive watch. And like, I don't know whatever some Rolex crap did or like, I don't know any other watch. Let's say Paul Newman wore it and his wife and their best friends. And then I got that exact watch. Like there was just one of them and I got it. It's still a Bell and Ross and I wouldn't give a shit.
1: (laughs) Yeah um is,
0: is that not right like would you would you feel the same way or, or yeah what?
1: no absolutely um i mean there like there has to be some value to it but i think people just put way too much emphasis on shit like this um yeah and i think this is where and i think this is where companies can really play on the emotions of people and like the attachment and develop to watches um and then they you know they can make a stainless steel watch with this you know difficult to make movement and sell it for 12 grand. It looks exactly like every other freaking Speedmaster ever made and has full patina.
0: Yeah. Now, like, I don't think the Speedmaster is a bad watch for like the price point. Like, like I've been It should people, be a, it,
1: uh, it for, for three, like three grand. that's uh, nice. It's a great It watch. should be three grand brand new with the big box. That's, yep. I, I had one. That's how much of I paid for. Like a for
0: community. It. Like, you know what I mean? You buy it and then like, you're part of the, you can like post on Instagram about watches now because you have a Speedmaster. The, um, I mean, I've been telling people for forever now that like the first Omega in space is like one of the best buys in like Swiss watches, like new Swiss watches that you can get. You can pick them up at, like gray market or whatever for like, I don't know, under 3,500 bucks and what do they sell for used? Like pretty much the same price because yeah. a Speedmaster can't be under three grand. So if you pay 3,500 for a brand new, and it's going to be between 3,500 and grand $3, used, I mean, that's the best watch to buy right there. You're not going to lose any money. You could buy it new. It's a Speedmaster. It's better than the normal Speedy Pro in almost every way, besides the fact that it doesn't come on a bracelet from the factory. And like there's so much to love about that watch. It's smaller. It It's just a cool watch. Um, and none of none of it has to do with history. It just looks better, and it, it is better to me. Um, yeah. So I've been yeah. telling people about that watch forever. So,
1: yeah. I mean, there is also history behind it, but I'm not going to get into it. I don't um, care. It's just... One thing, yeah. One thing I noticed about this 321, if you look at the press photos and look at the regulator, it's actually not centered properly. It looks like it was adjusted yeah, to not... either fast or slow. I don't know which way it actually goes, but that's... that Man, that would bother
0: me. You think there's a reason why they do that? Like, it, it can't be... Um, like, when you buy one, it has to be in the middle, I would imagine, right?
1: Um, I would hope, because I would imagine they have sort of a you, better way like for a reason I, I don't know i i would think that like when they're manufactured this watch with modern omega manufacturing skills they can actually get it to be in the center and still test as it should so you see um
0: that, i don't think they would do it for this reason right like if you see the little um like tab on that that uh the regulator um like arrow or whatever like the tab on the other side of that piece of metal yes um it's like centered between those the, the screw and that other uh like post or whatever i don't know if that matters like i don't know maybe they want to didn't want to block what's under <laughs> i have no idea I, this, is, this is a stretch i don't think that's why they're well it. that's a
1: separate adjustment right i'm not sure
0: i that to me that looks like when you move the uh regulator that that piece is connected it moves the same amount of degrees mm-hmm. In the, like you know it it's a circle
1: I see what you're saying. Um, I think that might be a, a, kind of an allusion to what you're saying. I, I think that little like opening like in that ring, is that what you're t- referring to?
0: No, 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 no. I'm talking about the like the, the huge tab that's like above that.
1: Yeah, I think that, I think that tab might be. Like, the two o'clock be, position. I, I see what you're looking at, but I don't, I'm not sure. I don't think that's actually connected to the right, re- the regulator on top. Okay probably doesn't matter but yeah either way it's not centered so
0: yeah that's that's kind of annoying um and man like
1: internet blew up um and i think if this watch was not 12 grand let's say they released this watch how much is a regular speedy msrp like five and a half or something on the bracelet i think it's under five right under five
0: i think it's close to five
1: yeah, if they just like tacked on like, I don't know, three grand to the price, made it 8,000 on the bracelet, I think this watch would have been like really well received.
0: Yeah, if, if people could could get it for like around eight grand, like maybe seven. And $8,000. I think it would
1: hold really good value at that point. Like people would be eager to spend that sort of um, at like, you know, Omega dealers, Omega MS, uh, uh, boutiques and all that. They would be willing to spend the MSRP, I think.
0: You know where I can go to find the MSRP of any single watch?
1: I mean for this one it should probably What is it?
0: Hoden Key Shop.
1: Uh, do they sell this?
0: Uh maybe. Every watch they sell is at M- MSRP That's what I mean. But <laughs> <laughs> they do. It's fuck, it's fifty-three fifty. Dude. The regular one? Wait, this does this have a clear case but the this hold on a second no that has to be the regular Wait, one, dude dude this sapphire hold on yeah the 5350 just for the regular one. okay so the one with the uh display back is 6350 jesus if you're paying 6350 for a Speedmaster, you gotta have issues
1: there are people that do and I'm, there's people that have issues man crazy
0: then the new um the way that they uh the movement looks on the new ones is pretty nice. Like, you know, they they've changed like the color of uh you know, they used to have like be fully like gold colored the movements. And uh mm-hmm. now they're like pretty much fully like fully silver, but they they look pretty
1: nice, I guess. The one with a
0: display back. It's a shame that every speedmaster should just have a display
1: back. How how thick is this new three to one powered one? It looks like a chunky. Uh I don't know. It doesn't look thin. Anyway, anything else you want to talk about tonight, dude? So for instead
0: of the uh, Speedmaster, by a Gerald Genta Quattro Retro Chrono. That's not easy. To say. No, don't do Octo, that. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Gerald Genta Octo Quattro Retro Chrono. That is the name of the shit. Oh my god. Um, I mean,
1: I mean, if you're if you're quirky you can consider that watch
0: all right let's let's do let me see if i missed uh any gerald genta watches that i want to talk about i feel like you
1: need like a pair of plaid pants to wear a a proper gerald genta watch no i don't
0: i don't think i've ever seen someone wearing plaid pants and
1: like a pipe let's see
0: oh you can buy a replica of the Gerald Genta Octo. Wow, do those replica sites, they go they're going deep if they're replicating limited edition Gerald Gentas. That's
1: crazy. Dude, I've seen some really like unusual watches being faked recently. Um
0: they, they have a couple, ser- like Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say they have a couple of like rectangular Gerald Genta watches that are like same as the bi retro uh functionality. Mm-hmm. They have just time regular time only. Oh, they have the Jeffica. That that's a uh, that's a popular watch. The one that they make it in like a quartz perpetual calendar. I think they also make an automatic perpetual calendar. Um it's like the IWC uh, Da Vinci type of shape. You've mm-hmm. you've seen this watch, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, I believe I have.
0: Uh they make one out of bronze, which is kind of cool. Um Are these the, you're talking I, about or real ones? No, no, real ones. I feel like they're one of the first companies that really made like bronze watches. I I'm I didn't research this, so I'm I'm not sure, but I mean, um they were making bronze watches like
1: before they were cool
0: maybe i'm not sure we have to research that maybe someone can tell us um yeah so uh, i don't think so I don't yeah miss, no i don't think i'm we're we're missing any designs besides we got the jeffka now um yeah can you can you name uh how many genta designs can you name
1: I mean, that are his own? Like, that have his name on the dial?
0: No, no, no. Just, uh, like, designed by Jenta.
1: I mean, the, the Royal Oak and the, the Nautilus. And then, there's isn't there a debate as to whether the IWC engineer was designed by him as well? I didn't know
0: that there was a debate about it. I thought that it was.
1: Oh, okay. See, I care so little about this. But like people get so like, oh my God, you know, designed by Genta, integrated bracelet. Oh, and I'm just kind of like, not really into it. Cause I don't think, go for it. I, I think the Royal Oak is a really great design. I really like the industrial kind of nature of it. And I think it looks finished. I think the Nautilus is like a softer version of it that is somehow not cohesive. Interesting. I think the bracelet of the Nautilus looks like shit. Um something just something about it I just don't quite like. Um
0: the white dial Nautilus was discontinued, you
1: know that? Yeah, I'm sure they're gonna be like hundred K now.
0: Yeah, dude. Remember when you could buy them for like twenty two grand or
1: ninety? Yep, grand? I remember it was the cheapest Nautilus you could get, like a modern Nautilus that you could get. I wanted to like buy one
0: so badly and I remember we used to look at them and they were like twenty one grand, something like that.
1: Yeah. I, and, I timing, timing, and i think that's and i still think that watch. was overpriced i still think that was way overpriced for that watch mm, should have been like 15 to, like 12 to 15 is where that watch should sit but hey hype, dude it's, so, it's it's
0: so some other genta designs which uh these are I'm, oh I'm the pole
1: router obviously
0: yeah i'm not like up with all of the super controversial stuff so maybe people are debating certain things like as you have mentioned but
1: well there's There's a lot of Genta-inspired designs, I think, that came after. And there's so many watches. Like, all of those, like, integrated bracelet watches that came after he designed the original two or three were sort of inspired by his design, right? Mm -hmm. So you could say that he had massive influence on all of them. Not necessarily designed them all himself, but it was kind of like an inspiration to a lot of different designs. There's dozens. Like, Like, any brand you can think of probably makes one or has made one in the past i mean yeah
0: yeah so i see that the omega constellation the old ones with like the pie pan dial mm -hmm. those are cool i I really like those watches um i've never oh
1: i mean that is that designed by him
0: supposedly uh let's see maybe is there uh let's see yeah okay um and then i've heard i've heard that the uh the Cartier Pasha that he like redesigned that watch. I don't know if that's how you say it. I think that's how you say it.
1: I think that is how you say it. You Interesting, watch, right? I do know that watch. You know, okay. I like Cartier. Um, has, not like, my favorite
0: weird, like chain thing on
1: it, <laughs> yeah, dude. That's cool, but not my favorite design by Cartier, but uh, a, a pretty cool watch. And you can find them pretty inexpensively these days. I like, can find a pretty nice example,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, so there's the Ingenieur, um. Yeah, I'm pretty sure those, like, IWC Da Vinci's are, like, almost exact copies of, like, the Jeffica. Like, they, they have those old Da Vinci Perpetual calendars, so I'm pretty mm. sure that's, like, exactly the same. And then, like, so many of the Bulgari watches. Um, as we yeah, I mean, about. he
1: essentially was absorbed into Bulgari, so... Yeah. Um, yes. And then... I
0: think I'm missing some.
1: Do you know for a fact that he designed all of the watches that have his name on the dial? Uh like it would make sense, I mean, right, I but I like I
0: haven't like verified it personally, but i I would believe
1: so, yeah. except the one they released after he died, yeah, but I it mean, is it's like the same design yeah yeah, it's like fully him it, they didn't really change anything there, it's just okay. made it larger and more expensive
0: yeah i'm uh I'm satisfied with with what we have covered we actually talked about talked about watches. Which we haven't done. In a yeah, time.
1: I don't like talking about watches. I just like talking about problems in the watch world. Yeah,
0: like life problems as a watch owner, or like yeah. not from like Reddit people. Like, nice watch. Wish I could afford it.
1: Just copy and paste onto everything <laughs> in Reddit.
0: Nice watch. Wish wish I could fit it on my four interest. All right, I'm done.
1: All right, dude. Yeah, I think I think this. I think we're good. Um, the one thing I'm going to add is I'm surprised how little popularity these Jenta watches have, me too, based on how often I hear the name Genta thrown around in the watch yep. world.
0: They're really cool, quirky, interesting watches. That, um, I mean, there are normal ones, but the ones that people should be buying, uh, and I think people collect them, but they're you know,
1: um, special type of collector, yeah. It's not, yeah, it's, it's not really your very cool yeah. watches. I think the, uh, the, the regular retrogrades that are not the Mickey mouse ones and stuff, they're actually pretty regular looking watches. Like you wouldn't think it's like anything out of ordinary if you just look at it. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But as a collector, um, or like, you know, if you, if you buy it and wear it, it, it won't be like flashy or something. People won't notice it. But when you actually wear it, I mean, it's incredibly unique. Yeah. So, all right. Sounds good, man. Talk to you later. Yeah.